January 26th, 1564. The Council of Trent establishes an official distinction between Catholics and Protestants, because neither group is willing to get rid of their precious foreskin. Hey, it's the it's revisionist back from the grave. Yeah, I'm we're we're still still here some, for some reason. <laughs> uh, In some capacity. Yeah. Yeah, we're back from an unplanned hiatus. Yeah. For several months. Yeah, listeners, uh, it's been an adventure of sickness and adults and trying to schedule it's things. It's really been like a marriage. Uh, <laughs> the good times and bad. <laughs> and of course, like any marriage, we haven't been fucking. Uh, I'm that's, sorry. Uh, that's why. Why am I leading off like this? <laughs> why is this the vibe I'm bringing into 2020? You could tell in the early episodes that we were still fucking, and now you can tell <laughs> that we're. It's cold. You can hear it in the voices. Yeah. 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 You go back and listen to Julius Caesar, and it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's every night. <laughs> Well, mainly because we would end each episode by talking about how we were going to fuck that night. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, listeners, th- this is just a bump for the back catalog, really. Um, <laughs> um, if you're, oh, also, Steve Vanderplug is here. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. It's been, it's been longer for me than it has for you. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's accurate. That's I'm talking about the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Look, listeners, I don't, we're just joking. We are three sexual beings uh, who wow. have sex. Um, I don't know which is worse <laughs> of a take, honestly. Um, but we're here. Um, what we do on this show, each episode, we take a topic from history. One person presents the true government-sanctioned uh, version of events, and another person comes up with a batshit crazy alternate version that's as bad as they want to be, baby. Um, last time on the show was a long fucking time ago, and I don't I fucking forgot who we were talking about. Um, it was a Halloween episode, um, and so that was fun. Uh, but now we are kicking off our miniseries on Pirates. The scourge of the high seas. Arg. Yeah. Arg. The hooks. You know pirates. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I I'm just planning episodes now around what will give us the most juice for like characters and ad libs and pirates, baby. Pirates. Yeah, um, we burned through it with the arg. I think. I think we're done. Yeah, I th- I think we're I think we're there. I think we got. There's parrots and wooden legs. Um, Scurvy. Man, and, the Spanish uh, Civil War episodes are going to be grim for that. <laughs> they like rum. I know pirates like rum. Sure. I mean, who doesn't like rum? It's so- they like saying yo ho ho before they have a bottle of it. I, I like saying yo ho ho on the dra- like. That's what I say when I wake up. It's a good way to start any process. <laughs> Just like three p.m. Yo ho ho. What are we yo, doing? Yo ho ho. It's a jolly greeting for somebody who is likely going to murder you and commit sex crimes against your family <laughs> yeah pirate pirates it turns out like medieval knights 
not actually great people a lot of the time. <laughs> we're gonna we're going to get into some who were probably okay. Um, not today. Not not today. These are some baddies. Um, are there with, any good pirates historically? Um, there have been a few who. Well, I mean, I guess they're also all sort of mercenaries. So yeah, there's you know, some that are better than others. And... Yeah. Um, there uh, are some who like fought. Colonialism? The ones who are like trying to get the dog to get the keys on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, those guys are actually really pretty cool. You know, that's oh, also the... Johnny Depp, baddie, bad pirate. Yeah, he's not a good pirate. No, or human being. I uh, I have ne never seen the movies, but I have ridden the ride. And I can <laughs> tell you, Johnny Depp, much more handsome in person. Yeah. Well, he was at one time. Yeah, I don't know. I don't the know. Alcohol about has taken a toll. And he is slowly merging into like the physical resemblance of every character he's ever played. Yeah, I think nowadays, if he were one of those like wax figurines made in the 1950s on that ride, you couldn't tell the difference. You wouldn't be able to tell anymore. <laughs> he's got major Steven Tyler vibes, also. It's, it's like Steven Tyler and Ed Scissorhands and like. Uh, not Jack, not Jack Reacher, Jack Sparrow, all <laughs> came together into the fly machine. Um, and let's throw Hunter S. Thompson in there. Why not? Um, <laughs> just a sousson of Hunter S. Thompson uh, <laughs> makes everything weirder. Um, this this week we are discussing the Harp Brothers. Mm -hmm. uh, Zach, you're doing the true story. Uh, yep. And uh, Steve's doing the alternate. Yeah, there were two harps that were related. Yeah. <laughs> well, we two got that out of the way. Yeah, um, that's a spoiler for the real history. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Zach, whenever you're ready, uh, take us away. But how were they related? The answer <laughs> may shock you because historians are not sure. Um, but uh, yeah, these were two guys. Uh, big harp. Um, uh, 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 Makaja, Makaja, Big Harp was the elder, presumably, of the two. Some of the details. This is a this is going to be a 1700s one, so some of the details are you know uncertain and unverifiable. Mm -hmm. But that's how it goes. Um, he was born Joshua Harp. Big Harp was, and he had a little a little buddy named Wiley Little Harp, uh, <laughs> born William Harp. Um, so probably, uh, uh, Joshua Makaja, whatever you want to call him was a couple years older. Um, the estimate for how old they were when they died ranges from 31 to 51. So thirties <laughs> to fifties, basically. So it's a pretty big, that's, you know, that's a wild gap, even for the 1700s when no one knew <laughs> what year it was at any given moment. Yeah. And this is also one where these guys were at the time semi-legendary. So like mm -hmm. there are probably some accounts of savagery and horribleness that are possibly exaggerated. Um, sure. They are pirates. Yeah. They're also uh, sometimes considered to be America's actual first serial killers. Um, so there you go. That's a, that's a hint. Um, yeah. They are. Uh, 
their childhood. We don't know a lot about them. Uh, they were probably from North Carolina, Orange County, North Carolina. The OC. The OC. <laughs> yeah, the OC that uh, that wasn't uh, the Seth Cohen one. Um, some people think they were maybe cousins, and their fathers were brothers because that's sort of how cousins work. Yeah, um, that's and, one way. Yeah, that is one potential way to be a cousin. Um, and they were uh, of Scottish, uh, uh, heritage, their father or fathers, whichever were Scottish, probably, um, they were, you know, Calvinists and they were loyal to that, a little guy named King George the third, um, <laughs> and their, uh, father, fathers, one of them at least, uh, was known as, you know, a Tory, a loyalist at the time. He was mm -hmm. like a known member of, of that group. Um, during the War of the Regulation. Um, the, the first war, uh, Warren G. fought in, I believe. Warren G. Harding? Warren G. <laughs> no, no, Warren G. G. the Rapper. <laughs> Warren G. Buffett. Oh, okay, yeah. Warren G. the Rapper, who has much less sex than Warren Harding, the president. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Anyway, uh, hopefully he has more sex than Warren Jing Harding has now, if he's still alive. <laughs> um, but uh, or at least an equivalent amount, uh, if the amount is zero. Um, yeah, I mean, I I do also hope no one is violating the corpse of Warren Harding. I don't uh, particularly like Warren G. Harding, but I no, don't, I don't. It's wish. an old body uh, at this point. <laughs> Pirates love uh, bones. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be a tough, a tough sell uh, for anyone. Um, so yeah, they're sell. they're uh, <laughs> even Ed Gein would be like, I have a, I have a Best Buy date. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, so obviously they're yeah their uh, parentage were loyalists, um, and uh, when. The Revolutionary War began, it became a problem for them and or members of their family because of their earlier association with loyalists. They were obviously like kind of considered suspiciously by uh, by revolutionary Americans when the Revolutionary War uh, began. And so they joined with the British loyalist side, uh, having uh, no other option but to do so. Um and uh, they were potentially persecuted and, and all these things for their previous actions in the War of the Regulation, the most boring name for a war. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, they, uh, uh, you know, it was an unpopular thing, obviously, to be a bit of a, a Tory at the time. They, they during the Revolutionary War, were, uh, you know, mercenaries and and like worked for the British side and theoretically were involved in um, a, what was sometimes called rape gangs. So that's not Oh, good. no. A pirate? Uh, that's a, no. Yeah, that's I, a bad, bad I thing. I missed that in uh, my... Uh... Yeah, there was um, a fella, a captain named Wood, who uh, took a shot at uh, one of the Harps, allegedly, during the Revolutionary War. And, uh, you know, at some point, uh, they uh, 
they went to the town where old Captain Wood was from and uh, found uh, his uh, uh, daughter. And the other, there was also a fellow named Frank Wood in that uh, group who uh, attacked their platoon. And then went ahead and kidnapped her and made her Big Harp's wife, uh, which was a thing she just was for many years. Um, so that's, you know, the kind of folks we're dealing with, uh, just yeah. to start. Um, yeah, they uh, were renowned for being pretty brutal during their time serving for the British side in the Revolutionary War. Um they were kind of loosely associated with official militia because they're those kind of guys where the militia's like, we can't really be on, on the up yeah. and up with these kind of folks. They're bad. Um, I, listeners, if you know any, if you have any relatives who are like militia adjacent, consider how bad you have to be today to be on the outs with a militia and then project that back, what, 250 years? 275. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, they, they went ahead and after the Battle of Yorktown, when it started to look pretty bad for, uh, some of the, uh, loyalist forces, they were like, I guess we'll desert, um, and, uh, ran off with, uh, the Chickamauga Cherokee, um, uh, you know, at this point having kind of a reputation as, as, as shitty folks to the Appalachian Mountains, um, and, you know, uh, they worked for a while with those Cherokee who were also uh, against the uh, um, revolutionaries at the time. Mm -hmm. um, they did, uh, uh, in fact, have a run-in um, uh, at a, play, a battle called the Battle of Blue Licks, where they defeated... Um, that's the that was the only revolutionary war battle that happened at a jazz club yeah that's a fun fact i mm -hmm. thought you were gonna say the battle of blue balls and i was like yeah. hey didn't we already discuss this one for us? <laughs> the, battle the battle of the house of, of blues the battle of blue licks is about the muskets you don't fire um <laughs> but, uh, they did they were successful in the battle of blue wicks they defeated a regiment led by uh one daniel boone um so there you go. That's a guy you've heard of, probably. Yeah, famous uh, war guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, eventually, they kidnapped, in addition to Susan Wood, another woman named Maria Davidson. These two were their wives as they lived a life on the run for a long time. They were with them. Um, and, of course, wives is the word that a lot of these sources use. Of course, it's... <laughs> Yeah. kidnapping someone does not make them it's your complicated kind of because yeah. there is a point where they get away from them and then rejoin them so i don't know what the fuck that you know who knows who knows yeah what i mean it's all was. that's always a complicated situation yeah. but kidnapping someone does not make them your wife or husband i just uh, what our i think in to... certain states it does well yes <laughs> legally yeah legally yeah some states are uh as we call them uh in legal circles fucked um yeah, <laughs> yeah uh oh uh 
I should also note, uh, just in case these guys didn't seem didn't have enough red flags, maybe you're like, ah, I could do with one more red flag. Uh, prior <laughs> to the war, uh, they did for a time uh, work as slave overseers in North Carolina. Oh no! So uh, yeah, there you go. Um, uh, yep. Uh, there was actually a third woman. They eventually, uh, I can't remember exactly at what point, uh, sort of kidnapped and made their wife, a woman named Sally Saris, nicknamed Sally Rice. She was the daughter of a priest. Um, but, uh, yeah, so the war goes bad. Um, they're with these Cherokees. One day, I think at a tavern or something, them being, you know, white men, they were allowed to occasionally commune in the city uh they catch wind oh shit there is a raid on these cherokees that we're uh running with coming soon and rather than warn them they said peace and ran off before the raid um <laughs> jesus fucking christ so again pretty pretty shitty uh folks um survived for a long time by scavenging for a time they tried to like settle down and run a farm but it doesn't they changed their name their original last name i should say was harper after the war they changed it to harp an ingenious ploy no it'll um, never know <laughs> they kept the e on it too they did is... keep the e they just <laughs> dropped the r um harper was apparently common a common loyalist surname hmm. after the Revo uh, revolutionary war not just for them but in general so I don't know. That's why they changed it. They seemed to try to go straight briefly, like I said, running a farm. Uh, but pretty soon it became clear they were just like stealing cattle and stuff from nearby farms. Uh, <laughs> it's not uh, the worst crime they... Uh, no, at, at that no. point, it's almost funny. Like, yeah, yeah. Steal your daughter, kind of... steal some other cows. Uh, so uh, after that kind of fell through, they spent a good amount of time kind of living as outlaws. Um, the real tipping point where they went full outlaw was they were at a bar one night when um, one of the people at the bar in a drunken fight uh, stabbed, I believe it was Little Harp, uh, which he didn't like. And also Big Harp <laughs> didn't like. Uh so they waited outside the bar for this guy to come out. And when he did, they dragged him into the forest and killed him and uh, sort of emptied out his carcass and put rocks in it and threw it in a river. And it was found pretty fast. So I guess they did a bad job. Um, <laughs> uh, and a lot of people had seen this conflict where uh, Little Harp had got stabbed. So everyone was like, probably they did it. Um <laughs> So they 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 took to the road, uh, ran out, lived a life on the run. Um, they stole and murdered and burned and committed sex crimes, uh, particularly targeting people who were uh, pro-revolution, uh, who they had an axe to grind with, so to speak. It is said that Big Harp, Harp had a fondness for uh, smacking people in the head with a tomahawk. Um but they also repeated their rocks in the torso uh, disposal of bodies a number of times. They were taxidermists. Um, <laughs> that was their business. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, obviously uh, 
having a pretty bad uh, reputation at this point, starting to get a little bit more uh, known. Um, they had just basically a uh, a long run at this point um, of killing and uh, like, you know, stealing and killing to, uh, to sort of survive. Um, they kind of had a, a a whole range of places they were uh, active. Tennessee, Kentucky, Kentucky, Illinois, and Mississippi, they all ran through. Um, uh, yeah, let me find where I am. Uh, eventually, obviously, they became well-known enough that uh, they were in Kentucky. A bounty was placed on their head uh, of $300. Um uh, at one point, uh, a local innkeeper managed to notice them. Uh, this was shortly after they killed a man named John Langford. He noticed them off the wanted poster, pointed them out, and they were briefly arrested, but managed to escape. Um, Which is easy to escape from prison at, in the 1700s. Yeah. Much easier than now, I would imagine. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Where uh, you know posse's were sent after them. This happened to them a few times. There were occasionally posse's sent after them to try and find them, um, uh, and uh, they murdered in retaliation the young son of one of the folks who ratted them out and directed the authorities toward him, towards Jesus. them. Um, yeah, so they've got at this point they're you know living on the lamb, um, uh, and they make their way up to Illinois. Uh, they find a, a place that's called Cave in Rock, um, which is off the Ohio River. Uh, and this was kind of where the pirate aspect comes in. There was a sort of river pirate named Samuel Mason. Um, and they managed to join with his party. They do have a long resume of stealing and, and the like. Uh, they roll up with their wives. And at this point, they have three kids. Um, and, uh, they sort of prey on the boats going up and down the river, uh, stealing with the Mason gang. Um, but it didn't last super long because kind of like what happened during the war, the Mason gang found them extreme and appalling. Uh, <laughs> they, yeah, for, for reasons. So the cave in rock is below a big bluff, a big cliff. And they had a habit of taking captors, strolling them to the top of the cliff above the rock, stripping them naked and throwing them off. Um, and after they did this a couple times, Samuel Mason was like, get the fuck out, you crazy motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, they continued to kill some folks, uh, you know, uh, a various list of names um, always with one of their tactics of usually they disembowel and throw in the river with rocks. Um, Did they get you better know. at that aspect of it or is it just, I don't know. It seems like a lot of these people are confirmed or like very like there's names. So yeah. it seems like maybe they're still not great at it. Um, <laughs> I feel like what if they were like using like stupid like what if they were dumb and were using like silver to like sink people <laughs> like, instead of just some like cheap shitty rocks they found they just uh, I got these pool better. noodles I think these will keep them 
Yeah. <laughs> Submerged. Uh, they uh, are not judicious with who they kill. They killed a little girl. They killed a young slave. They killed an entire family in their camp. Um, they just kill who the fuck ever. There is no, like, qualms. Mm-hmm. Um, in August of 99, 1799, I should say, uh, in Kentucky, uh, one of Big Harp's infant daughters was crying, and he bashed her against a tree because uh, oh god she wouldn't stop crying and he said it was the only crime he ever felt remorse for uh good for you um did did the daughter die she died yes oh okay um so uh they eventually came back round to uh a home of a man who owed the money from like some actual semi-legitimate work they did. Um, uh, they stayed there overnight. Uh, the guy didn't know about their wider reputation. Um, and the following morning, uh, while the, uh, his wife was making breakfast and he was gone, um, he uh, uh, basically uh, her kid was crying and one of the harps said he was good with kids and could make it be quiet it was a baby uh he murdered it uh and when, quiet now yeah and when uh, she saw what had happened they went ahead and killed her too and then burned down the house i guess maybe the idea was to hide the evidence but when um uh the man whose name is moses steagle came home he was immediately like what well, clearly those two disreputable guys who were staying here one night have killed yeah. my family and burned down the, my home. The two drifters coming through town. Yeah. 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 So uh, he, Jeez. there is another policy formed in response to this crime. Um, and they give chase on the harps. Um, and uh, Wiley is injured. Uh, Micaiah suffers a couple of musket wounds during this chase. Uh, and uh, one of them is pretty bad he gets shot in the spine is paralyzed apparently from the waist down which means that they do catch up with him wily <laughs> hooks it sorry yeah i mean it makes sense yeah 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 so he can't really run so they catch him um wily does not stick around uh and uh after interrogating him a bit uh figuring out some of his crimes you know, these guys are estimated to have killed at least 39 people, but it could have been as many as 50. Um, Jesus. Uh, the guy, uh, Moses uh, Stiegel, uh allegedly uh, slowly cuts off his head with a knife. Um, so that's how Big Harp kind of meets his end. Uh, a very, very painful way to go. Uh, I would imagine he was also i tortured a bit to get some information out of him prior to that so uh yeah he 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 met a, a bad end i would say um so uh he confessed at the time to 20 murders but there is reason to believe that that was an undercount or possibly he was just talking about the people he personally killed and not counting about little harps murders you know it's sort of unsure the place where he was killed they stuck his head on a post at the crossroad and it is still to this day known as harps head road uh it's a place in kentucky oh Um, god yeah yeah so 
Uh, did, did they Wiley... use the same the same pole to put up the street sign? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Wiley makes his way back to Cave and Rock and rejoins with the gang. Maybe they thought that Big Harp was the more violent or appalling of the two. Um, uh, eventually, uh, uh, Mason, the gang leader who of that those pirate, the Mason gang, uh, is is harmed. He's shot in a conflict, but not captured. Um, and Harp and another member of the gang uh, named Peter Alston decide, well, Mason has an even bigger bounty on his head than ever, either of the Harp brothers ever had. So they're like, fuck this guy. We're going to try and turn him in and claim the bounty. <laughs> um, uh, it's not actually clear. I should, I should Let me rephrase. It's not clear if Mason died from the wounds or if he was still alive when this happened or if harp just killed him after he was injured but they brought his head in to try and claim the bounty uh, and sure enough at first they were like oh, okay yep that's definitely the guy who's bound we're you know we're looking for um but uh in a trick of a uh, trick of fate somebody also arrest uh, recognized harp uh who's now going by john sutton yeah. i don't know if i said that um and a much better name change than his first name change um yeah and, oh, i gotta uh, drop the e now i guess they were quickly captured uh they were tried um both of them were executed by hanging uh and uh in the family tradition uh uh little harp's head was also cut off and put on a stick as a warning to other outlaws um the Harp women, who were during one of the Harp's arrests, they were arrested a couple times and escaped. Uh, I mentioned the one, mm. but there was another occasion. Um, actually separated from them and re-met them in a uh, different location they had talked about earlier. But uh, after Big Harp died, they were permanently separated uh, from the Harp brothers. And as far as we could tell, they lived relatively normal lives from that point forward. Um uh, one or two of them remarried uh, and they, uh, you know, lived with their families from before or uh, a couple lived on tenants on a plantation and, and all these things uh, and had children after this point. Um, yeah. Uh, and one of them, Sally Rice, one of the people they had former wives, actually traveled to her new home in Illinois via the cave in rock ferry in a little twist of fate. <laughs> yeah uh but yep they're they're occasionally referenced in the devil and daniel webster like they're members of the jury of the damned and mm. and sort of have a, a bit of a reputation sometimes they're called america's first serial killers a name you also hear applied to like hh Holmes and people like this again yeah. it's always this thing of like a lot of their murder was for financial gain but some of it was just seemingly to to do a murder so you know obviously a lot of serial killers we think of nowadays are motivated less by finances and more by the fact that they sure. just you know want to kill some folks right and i mean also like there's no way they were even still like america's first serial killers maybe no, i mean it's probably a not the worst thing since they were like during the revolution, like immediately after the Revolutionary War, they sure, were like, yeah. I guess we're going to start murdering people. So if you want to call America post-Revolutionary War, they, are, they, they were near the top. Yeah. I, 
I guess the Pilgrim Slasher would have actually. Now that I say that, I want to see that movie. Um, <laughs> but that's it. But uh, the, Zach, after their heads you. were cut off, there is no more uh, new yeah. developments. Okay. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe that you would say all those terrible things <laughs> That's about that. So strange. Right? They talk so. <laughs> uh, truth is, is they were philanthropists. Oh, all of the okay. things that they did. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. you can say that that's the real history. The real history is that they grew up very privileged young boys, uh, living living a living by the beach. You know, Orange Orange County, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, the OC. Yeah, obviously. Lowdowns. Carolina, here yeah. we come. Yeah, it was, <laughs> they they would the, do the jugs. You know the. Right back where we started from. Yeah, they helped create a whole. Uh, but the, you know, yeah, they, they maybe one up. of them. I, yeah, I, I seem to recall like one of them was actually a harp, and the other one was adopted by the harp family. The the father <laughs> of which was a wealthy lawyer with big eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was hot. Everybody was just so attractive. Uh, mm-hmm. Except for I am looking at a picture of uh, the governor of Kentucky, and. Uh, James Garin, Gerard, he, uh, boy, his face is falling off his face. You know what? <laughs> the thing about Kentucky politicians, they never got more attractive. <laughs> Anyways, the Hart brothers, uh, that used to be spelled H uh, A R P E S, and uh, people kept saying, oh, the harpies. Oh, you, have you seen the harpies? And they were, you know, they were wealthy. They they were living on the beach, um, but they, they were sick of being called harpies. So they did drop the S. Mm, okay. so that's where the name change really came in. Um, Sorry, I did just look up James Garrard and oh, you were not fucking kidding. No, he uh, he looks like he's melting into himself. Like if eyebrows can melt into a chin, melting okay. into the stomach. This yeah. is just the tradition that Mitch McConnell is continuing of Kentucky politicians. Yeah. Oh no, compared to Mitch McConnell, James Garrard is like an absolute 10. Yeah, Answer. maybe it's Very the same total guy. He's just melted more over the years. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So they, it's crazy that people say that they were like, murdering people and stuff <clears throat> they actually um were the first people in the united states the hart brothers um to start a, a charity they had a store similar to walmart right you can get anything mm-hmm. um you get a, a coonskin hat if you needed it or you could get some penicillin that's what they were all about they, oh, wow Healthcare. yeah they were actually very big in the healthcare game the uh heart brothers were <clears throat> and so they decided that they will travel around the world trying to help people and i don't know uh, you guys are caught up on mark cubans uh i could say no know. before you finish this <laughs> yeah i was gonna say oh honey oh no. 
Mark Cuban got a lot of ideas from the Hart brothers. <laughs> bringing health care to the people, affordable health care. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's why they were like traveling around from Kentucky to Illinois. Uh, they weren't on the run from the law or from f- people trying to kill them. They were trying to save people. Right. Um, mm-hmm. They would go around. Let's see here. The Oh, yeah. Uh, they were called Big Harp and Little Harp because of the way they slept. Big Harp was on the outside. Big Harp would and protect Little Harp, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, sure. They got tired of people being mean to them, saying, you and guys think, are stupid. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Wiley was called Wiley because... He was a big fan of the antagonist from the Mega Man games, right? <laughs> he, he did change his name to it. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And also he had, a, 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 you didn't talk about this. He had a scar on his arm. He, he would put his arm into a, a moonshine jar and then pretend that he could shoot stuff out of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then it got, it got stuck. And so when he went to bash the moonshine jar, he cut all the way like around his wrist. And it's a good thing that they were like really, really careful and smart with all their like medical procedures. They were very safe people, you know, and they're, yeah, they're giving... famous, famous for medicine in the <laughs> late yeah. Yeah. Safety century. first was their slogan, famously the Hart brothers. Mm-hmm. Safety so, first, yeah. what you think Wiley, of, they invented the term. He, he did slash his wrist, but uh, uh, Big Harp was able to, you know, to tie it together um, using nothing but his underwear. It saved his life. Got completely naked, saved his brother's life. Well, that seems like a fair trade. I would get naked to save my sibling's life. I'm not afraid to say it. I, oh, well, they, I mean, they also if, were. If the I would get naked was... to save one of my sibling's lives. Yeah. 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 They were naked most of the time. They couldn't really. They didn't really believe in clothes as much as you. Sure. They were spending, they sold all their clothes to get affordable health care to people. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they, you know, they gave their clothes to people in need. Like it, they literally gave their shirt off their back mm-hmm. to the less. And the underwear fortunate. off their butt. Too. And the underwear off their butt. They're just very thoughtful, thoughtful people. Um, and they had been, they had been hearing this rumor that in Illinois, there was a, uh, a cave in a rock is a big rock and there was a cave in it and uh, some might call it cave in rock sure. I call it uh, a rock <laughs> with a cave in it that's what they <laughs> called it too and so they went to this place and they were you know they met this pirate and uh, they started doing some pirate stuff you know uh Oh, you know, have some vitamin C. It cures scurvy. They was helping people out, right? Like eat these oranges so your fucking gums stop bleeding. They loved it. <laughs> it's what they lived for. And they were messing. They were messing around with like medical potions one day, um, just just seeing what else they could create. And they accidentally created PCP, uh, angels dust. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Uh, Another reason so might be called the Hart Brothers. The Hart Brothers Angel Tust. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. 
And uh, yeah. if you're unfamiliar with um, the effects of angel's dust, it makes you think that you could fly. So they would take these people up to these the top of the rocks and be like, hey, listen, like, fuck the Wright brothers. We're going to learn how people can fly. Who will be born one day. <laughs> and yeah, not Who yet. Who will be born in about 100 years, yes. It's all about... Uh, yeah, but also like the Hart brothers created the way for the Wright brothers because brothers do stuff in North Carolina, right? The Wright yeah. brothers never would have existed without the Hart brothers. This is very important uh, because they were teaching. No, that people. that is on their license plates. Brothers do stuff in North Carolina. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> and if it weren't for the Wright brothers, the Hart brothers would be on every license plate out there. Now, first in. <laughs> First in medical, Medicare. That's what it says. First in Medicare. <laughs> so yeah. a, a few people did unfortunately die. Um, but the Hart brothers didn't do it. They actually, everybody signed contracts back then. <laughs> it, you know, take this stick right in the mud that if you die, it's okay. You're not going to sue us. Uh. Mud, the preferred way to write a lasting contract. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes, you know, they were different. They had already been through a lot. Like Little Harp's arm from the Mega Man incident is mm -hmm. rough. So they're they're getting high every single night, and they you know they learn quickly that uh, every time you do PCP to to do it the next day and get excuse me get as high, you have to do like way more of it, right? Mm. And eventually they just, yeah yeah eventually they just get tired of it um and the hardest thing about it is when these people would jump off the cliff and ultimately die at the base of this cave where everybody was living they'd have to do something with the bodies and when you're high as hell talking to god you don't want to be moving bodies right so they were like let's get out of here let's, <laughs> let's go somewhere else and at some point, they did go to, uh, looks like they went to Ohio for a little bit. They didn't do much there. They just visited. They sight, sure. saw the sites. Sure. Uh, they got out of it's Tennessee. the first on every tourist destination, Ohio. Yeah. Ohio. They, took, they took a picture of Drew Carey's house. Yeah. Let's go to Akron. That's what they, <laughs> they wake up. They say, I want to check out Akron. And then they go to uh, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Because they wanted some fried chicken. Yeah. And that's, you know, so that's they did that. And uh, again, this, there was another accident. You know, he, they didn't kill anybody's family, right? They were, they heard there was a sick child. So they went to stay the night at this house. And um, it was an accident, but they did give the kid too much PCP. They gave the kid <laughs> way too much PCP. Kid overdosed. The mom freaks out. And so they give her some penicillin. They didn't know what penicillin did. They, thought it... they still had it, which was a miracle. But... Yeah. Well, they were just, you know, they thought it was like a suppressant. They were just trying to calm the mom down. Mm -hmm. So they pumped the mom full of penicillin, but it turns out that she's very allergic and then she dies. Mm. Yeah. So, whoopsies. Um, <laughs> but there's still a lot of people out there that need healing, right? Yeah, and, I uh, mean, you've accidentally killed 
five or six people, but you know, you got to roll with the punches. Got to roll with the punches. And also I should point Nobody's out that he's perfect. Yeah. The, the Hart brothers were also very religious, very, very Christian motivated. Right. Mm-hmm. So they're out to save some souls. Um, so anytime these accidents happen, they would just chalk it up to being closer to God. Right. Uh, hey, this kid just died, but also that kid is uh, meeting Jesus right now, shaking hands with the big J man. So there, but <laughs> gotta have a silver lining. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, that was also um, one of their moonshine recipes. Was yeah. called silver lining. Uh, they put worms in it. Okay, um, <laughs> let's oh, see. It's like mezcal, it's smoky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, preferably mix it in with something else. Um, so you know they're going around and they they're in Kentucky and this governor of Kentucky, James Gerard, is like, "Help me! My face won't like. Is this gravity? What's happening to my looks? Something's very wrong with me. I will pay anybody three hundred dollars to get me these genius doctors, uh, the the Hart brothers." Mm-hmm. So he sends out uh, a crew like, hey, you, 300 bucks, get these guys to me. Maybe they'll have some Botox or something and everything's going to be okay. Uh, anyways, uh, people people start forming posses. They say like, hey, we're going to go get these Hart brothers, the, the philanthropist Christian Hart brothers, who mm-hmm. I don't, again, I don't know why they they have such a bad rap they weren't murdering they weren't raping and pillaging they were just trying to help manslaughtering wow that's very not progressive of you zach woman slaughtering (laughs) is also jesus fucking christ (laughs) uh yeah so uh they go around and uh turns out that they also accidentally the, the some of the penicillin they had went bad they have also they have like a semi-load full of it's just a fucking they've got wagons and wagons full of penicillin Stay, penicillin penicillin have some penicillin but uh um one night somebody gets into the penicillin and poisons it so now they're mm-hmm. handing out toxic penicillin to everybody they're going around oh Ironic. and then also i will say the there the, the this point this is when uh one of their child is crying a lot and uh he did kill his child he beat his child <laughs> why, why is it still why is this still true <laughs> this is that's still just true yeah that happened Fucking hell but to be fair his child would not stop crying he tried everything <laughs> He gave the he gave the child PCP nothing penicillin nothing prayed for the kid nothing so he did have to kill it he had to kill the child <clears throat> oh and I forgot to mention what they do when when these people are dying from mistakes accidents have you they're they're putting rocks in their bodies but they're not just like any like they're crystals okay. They're putting crystals, <laughs> healing crystals. Mm, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. Body. So what you do, you take, you, you start at the top of the sternum and you have mm. to have, you can, you can use like wood to like cut open the skin, but then you have to get like 
a knife to get through the bone. You take out the heart, you take out the stomach, pull out those intestines, right? And you, you know, the, the intestines they would use, they would keep the intestines to use to like hang, hang fruits where bears couldn't get it. Um, <laughs> put a bunch of crystals the in classic use for <laughs> once the crystals are in there you you sew it back up and you pray to god and uh you throw them in you you couldn't use fresh water you had to use salt water um hoping that the salt would help like mend the wounds right mm. um so they throw their bodies in there uh they did how, also, how often did it work uh well not very often <laughs> i don't know i don't know that i can say that it worked one time even but this you know this is the 1700s times were different um and they would also once they sewed the bodies back up with all the crystals in them they would uh urinate all over it to uh clean the wounds of the um the sewing Oh, yeah, it's like a jellyfish sting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to clean those wounds. Um, but it, yeah, nobody ever came back to life from that um, no. <laughs> procedure that they would do. Um, but they, they were like, we got to keep trying one of these days. <laughs> one of these days. It's a know, scientific again, method. Pioneers of the medical field, for sure, you know? And uh, if they didn't do it, who's to say that the next doctor when dr oz wouldn't come along and try this someday well, he might no he dr might. oz absolutely would try, try he probably still is yeah <laughs> so it, you know very ahead of their time um so they're hopping around they're trying to save these people and then uh ultimately they end up in i don't know where where's the place they went to after that Oh, they also were like, all these women were just throwing themselves at him. Just all these women. Oh my God, you're a doctor. Oh, ooh, how much money do you make? Ooh, can you fix my wooden teeth? Ooh. And they it was like they were pimps, right? They were they were hot studs. Everybody wanted a piece of action. And so for them to settle down was kind of like hard because they were just swimming in in pussy. They were just <laughs> living it up. Okay. Uh, and yeah, so they eventually, uh, are, are talking trash, um, to some people they are like, Hey, listen, uh, we're the smartest men that ever existed. We're here to help you. <laughs> and one of them gets real upset and, uh, he forms a gang. He's like, Hey, like these guys are snake oil salesmen, even though they were penicillin givers, they weren't even charging for this product they were just giving it away so they get a crew together and they start chasing them and when they're escaping uh little harp gets shot in the back um and so big harp panics a little bit and uh gives him so much pcp so <laughs> at least when they caught him he was very high he did think that he was already talking to god um so when they cut his head off of his body he didn't actually feel anything so it wasn't as violent as people think um and big harp clearly upset or little harp is the one that survived that was big harp that died little harp 
runs away and uh uh eventually they these we've people- all seen videos of someone's head slowly being cut off with a dull knife and then been like told oh they were on anesthetics and we're like oh actually then it's fine that's fine yeah, yeah. <laughs> they used believe it or not they used the handle of a butter knife to do it too wow. it really took a long time but he was so high he was just yacked out of his mind so he was having a great time uh little harp not so happy with this finding out that big harp uh, had his head cut off when all they were trying they were just trying to help it's so misunderstood what they were up to um so uh little harp goes and buys a gun right he's like okay i gotta protect myself and uh uh when he goes to get the gun, they're like, hey, man, I'm not feeling well. Do you have any anything that could help uh, with my blood pressure? And they're like, yeah, man, I got all of, like, what kind of, I don't know what kind of medicines they have for blood pressure, but they had it, okay? Rexalti, whatever rocks up, they had Rexalti. <laughs> um, they had a lot of Sudafed. Uh, <laughs> somebody had too much mucus right so they got some, some uh, pepto-bismol in the mix yeah yeah, yeah for, like and they're like believe me this is a miracle heartburn indigestion nausea diarrhea upset stomach all those symptoms cured with this this pink sauce that we made <laughs> oh that's the worst way you could describe that yeah pink sauce yeah <laughs> it's thick it would actually they would uh, barbecue with it. They would barbecue with Pepto Bismol. Yeah, that's Kentucky style sauce. It's Kentucky, yeah, exactly. Uh, and the way that they would do it, you know, it's kind of hard. You have to like, you have to slowly smoke the ribs for a couple hours, and then sure. you baste it with the Pepto. And then uh, after smoking it longer, then you, and you would also cut some like they'd save some, let it yeah. out in the sun, and then use it as a dry rub once it was like mm-hmm. you know chunky. what they say in Kentucky: pink on the outside, brown on the inside. That's the way to go. <laughs> Maybe in your Harp Brothers world, <laughs> they loved that shit. So, anyways, uh, you know they're just out there get, curing everybody, um, and then um, somebody who owned the rights to uh, ibuprofen. Mm-hmm. You guys are familiar with ibuprofen. They're like, hey, listen, like, uracetamethine uh, is like pretty close to our ibuprofen. Um, and we're not cool with that. So they just fucking killed the other one. They just killed <laughs> it. And it was a big misunderstanding because, and now, you know, now we know that ibuprofen and acetamethine are not the same. Mm-mm. But back then they were like competitors, right? Like, uh, Think about like a, a Walmart Target situation, right? Competitors, sure. yeah. So, yeah, com- competitors, competitors. But uh, <laughs> you know, it was it was a hard time, so they decided to uh, put the the other the little Harp's head on another stick, um, and they did name it Harp. What was the name of the street? Harp's Head. Harp's Head Road. Road. They did that because they wanted to recognize all the hard work and medical advancements that those two had created. And all the, (laughs) you know, a few people did die, but they saved hundreds and hundreds of lives beyond that. So they wanted to recognize that by putting his head and memorializing it 
uh, at the corner of a very busy yeah. intersection. When no you greater... want to like, rem- memorialize somebody, you you know, you put their head on a stick. Like you might remember that's what happened to like the, you know, the most important people in history, Abe Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Head on a stick. Yeah. yeah. That's why, that's that's why uh, they only have the head on the penny. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's... It's in memory. <laughs> and I, I could say, uh, I, can't wait till we get to honor Rudolph Giuliani, America's mayor, That's right. in much the same way. And on a stick. And remember, I'm saying this to honor him. Yeah. Uh, great, great, great guy, that Rudy Giuliani. Yep. Uh, the, and the feds, if you're listening. <laughs> there will actually be uh, blood commemorating, blood like running down the, the sides of his face commemorating uh, <laughs> of the course. incident. Where he was sweating, <laughs> where he was sweating, sweating some hair sort of black liquid. Yeah, <laughs> black we're gonna put core. it on. We're gonna put it on two sticks to commemorate nine eleven. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and how he tried to become mayor for like life after that. Yeah, uh, Steve, thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love to tell the. I love to come and you know, clean the names of people who probably weren't that bad you know (laughs) we don't know that they did any of this stuff so i'm sure they were great people i'm sure (laughs) uh well listeners before we move on i just want to say a uh thank you for listening and thank you to our uh, newest patreon patron uh matt m uh thank you so much you can pledge you know, a dollar, five dollars a month over at patreon.com of critical role slash the revisionist. Hey, if Wizards of the Coast is going to mess with the OGL, he's got to find new ways to uh, to do content. Yeah, he's going to use our tabletop role playing yeah. game that we've developed for our podcast. Look, Matt Mercer, if you want a Trojan horse your way into this podcast, I, w- I wouldn't say no. Um, I wouldn't but, either, honestly. Uh, yeah. Give me like 20 bucks a week. I'll be making more than I do right now. And we get way <laughs> more numbers. <laughs> um, also, uh, you can find this podcast on Instagram. Just search revisionists underscore podcast, I think. Uh, and you can find our website at revisionistpodcast.com and click on the contact form to write us a letter. Or ask us a question. Uh, tell us your favorite beef stew recipe. Um but uh, Steve, you do shows all the time, all around. Uh, do you have any coming up in the next couple of weeks? Uh, yeah. I mean, you can always check out Rotating Tap shows, Rotating mm-hmm. Tap comedy. If you like craft beer, go to those shows. It's about a 50-50 chance I'll be at those. Uh, I'll be headlining the Denver Comedy Lounge uh, the awesome. 17th and 18th. So that's five shows. Lots of chances to see me in those two days. If Hell yeah. People are in town. Yeah. <laughs> if you're out of town, you're shit out of luck. That's right. Um, if you can't physically be in the place where this live show is happening, you're probably not going to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the magic of live entertainment. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, Zach, uh, you are also knee deep in another podcast mm, i don't like that um, yeah that's weird 
yeah, I do the uh, movie trap. It's a movie podcast. We uh, we pick a theme. Each of the hosts picks a movie that matches that theme. At the end, we vote on who had the best movie. Whoever got the best movie picks the next theme. It's a gamified uh, movie podcast. <laughs> was that your Pacino voice? What? What? It was just a voice, man. You don't have to think. Okay. Gamified. Uh, yeah, it's a me, Al Pacino. Um. Anyway, that uh, that brings us to the judgment phase of this podcast. My brain totally abandons me. Um, and listeners, I Steve had me early on uh, when I'm like, oh, okay, maybe these people don't <laughs> kill a bunch of people. And then they end up doing it and include some of the mo- more gruesome deaths in it. Um, but also, like, sometimes these questions come down to which world do I want to live in? And it's like, do I want to live in the world where people intentionally kill a bunch of people or where people accidentally kill a bunch of people in the name of medicine? I mean, in any name that's like still bad. Um, but uh, I think I'm going to have to give my vote to the alternate history with the caveat that I don't want people to have died. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> it's a very complicated moral decision. I mean, they all are at this point. This is also something you said for like sanitizing the names of these two horrible. Uh, yeah, that's also a thing I'm worried about. <laughs> Look, I don't know. <laughs> Guys. They also invented sanitizer, hand sanitizer, which oh. you you would think came out in like the late 1990s, but no, they had it they had it back then. I would think it came out well before the late 1990s, the late 1990s. personally. <laughs> when everyone's playing with slap bracelets, you need to sanitize your hands a bit. Um, I was alive in the late 1990s, and I feel like it was around before, before that. <laughs> when it came out, I remember when it came out, it like... It was like the late 90s. Are you trying to like it. gaslight Gen Z? <laughs> yeah, they, wait. They advertised like, it as uh, waterless soap. Is how... I, I remember when Crazins came out. Yeah, but like this, I, I'm not sure about. Because we still had like fucking hospitals before that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> there was water they they marketed it as waterless soap and that's what i remember <laughs> that's a very 90s way to market that um but listeners voting is now i open. would have said extreme waterless soap yeah <laughs> that's they actually repurposed all the uh surge cola or whatever yeah uh, jenga jenga <laughs> jenga was the first hand sanitizer it turns out <laughs> <laughs> and aphrodisiac yeah, yeah. The the little balls in the orbit soft drink that was actually hand sanitizer. <laughs> um, oh, how did we survive? Um, listeners, voting is now open on Patreon, and uh, check out our Instagram poll. Uh, sometime the two weeks after this is released, uh, to get your final votes in. Um, but Steve, Zach, thank you both so much. Thank you. Sure. Yep. Uh, 
for everyone here at the Revisionists. Uh, we love you. Mm. I'm Brian. Finn. That's conditional. Yeah. <laughs> Have a good time. I'm gonna fade out. I'm gonna fade out. <laughs>